What is up, guys, and welcome back to Bug Brothers CP, where we like to talk about football. I'm your host, as always, Lucas. I'm Zach. And today, we're coming at you with the Week 12 Thanksgiving Day Week. Thanksgiving Week. Thanksgiving Weekday, however you want to say it. Week 12 football for the Pick'em. And for those of you who don't know how we do our Pick'ems, I will explain as I do at the beginning of every episode. We start out the episode taking a look back at the previous week. So for this episode, it'll be week 11. And we will give out three awards to different teams, or it could be the same team. Some weeks we pick the same teams. But we give out three awards, one for the best performing team, one for the worst performing team, and one for a team that kind of surprised us, you know, exceeded exceeded the expectations that were on the team. Then, after we go back, do the previous week awards, we get into the actual pick'em. When we get into the pick'em, we will tell you our records, and then we will go through, pick who we think will be the winner of each game, and each week we have to pick one team as our lock pick and what that means is if that team wins nothing special happens you know it counts as a win on your record but if that team loses then it counts as two losses so it counts as an extra loss as well as the loss that you get from you know missing the pick in the first place but anyway that's how we do our pickums um i have not been so fortunate on the lock picks <laughs> the past couple of weeks, and this week there are a lot of tight games, and... Indeed, one of us may be going down the hole again. Yeah, there's it, it's it's hard to pick a lock yeah. this week, but that's why we put it in the rules that you have to do it, because it makes it interesting, and keeps, keeps everyone on their toes, you know what I mean? But, we start out looking back at week 11, handing out our awards... And, Zach, would you like to go first? Yes, I'll go with my best team. I'm taking the Colts. 41 over, 41 over 15 Bills. I'm, I'm also the Colts for the best performing team of the week. It was mainly Jonathan Taylor. It was, it was Jonathan Five Taylor. Five touchdowns. And rushing lines, 32 carries for 185 yards. That's true. Four, four touchdowns on the ground, three receptions, 19 yards, and touchdown in the air. For Jonathan Taylor. Carson Wentz, 11 for 20, 106 yards and a touchdown. Normal things when you have a running back with five touchdowns. Very true. Which, you know, the receiving stat line, not bad for Jonathan Taylor at all. Especially when he's getting 32 carries in the game. The main thing was how they stopped Buffalo's offense and how they powered through their defense. Like that, Buffalo is such a complete team that it's pretty impressive when you bring down either of the two, let alone both. Very true. Josh Allen held the two touchdowns, throw two interceptions. Both touchdowns were to Stephon Diggs. One of them was in the fourth quarter. But but Stephon Diggs held under 80 yards. Very true. Dawson Knox, the leading receiver for the Bills, six receptions for 80 yards. That's a, it's a rough outing for the Bills, but the, I don't think... I don't think that don't, dictates how good the Bills are. No, it's I don't just think you they discount got, the Bills. They got caught off guard, and Jonathan Taylor played a hell of a game. Very true. The Colts just came out and walloped them. 
as some would say. But, yeah, Colts, both of our opinions, best performing team winning 41-15 to over the Bills. Mostly Jonathan Taylor with his five touchdown, four on the ground, one through the air effort. On to the next. You can go. I will go. And I will, I will actually, I'll go with the worst performing team, my worst performing okay. team. And my worst performing team of the week is the Cowboys, losing 19-9 to to the Chiefs. Understandably. And one of the reasons that I got them as my worst performing team is because, like, I'm sure everyone, I expected this game to be, like, 40-35. to Oh, yeah, me too. Super, super exciting game to watch. Like, no matter who wins, a lot of points. Right. Super exciting game to watch, but coming down to it, not not exciting for either side. Not really. exciting at either side. A total of two touchdowns scored, both on the ground. Patrick Mahomes had zero. But the Cowboys getting the reason they're getting you know the worst performing team of the week is because like I feel like whoever lost this game was gonna get the worst performing team. Probably, but. Cowboys settling for three field goals, zero touchdowns, and it was their first game this season that they were held under two touchdowns. Uh, granted, <laughs> CD Lamb went out mid-game with a concussion. Mari Cooper never had the chance. Mari Cooper didn't have a chance. So Dalton Schultz was the leading receiver, six receptions, 53 yards. It's, you know, very average. Tony Pollard was the leading rusher, seven carries for 50 yards. You'd like to see that be Zeke. Yeah. You know, but Kansas, you know, give a little bit of props to the Kansas City defense, but also Dak Prescott going 28 for 43 for 216 yards and two interceptions. Not what you want to see there. No. For someone who is, you know, I, I believe sixth in passing yards this season I saw on ESPN. Could be wrong. He. He's in the top seven, I'll say that for sure. But, yeah, it's not not too hot. And it's not like Patrick Mahomes went off and no. did anything super stellar either. Patrick Mahomes went 23 for 37, 260 yards and one interception. Like I said, he had no touchdowns before. So, it's not like, it's not like the Chiefs made it impossible for the Cowboys yeah. to win. The Cowboys just it was an very game. much fumbled the bag. But I conclude with saying again, Cowboys, my worst team of the week, losing 19-9 against the Chiefs. My worst team of the week is the Seahawks losing 23-13 to the D-Hop and Kyler Murray list Cardinals. That I'm, I'm, I, I, I picked that, that game hesitantly with the implication that both of them would be starting. The fact that Colt McCoy, that the Seahawks defense let Colt McCoy go, which no shame on Colt McCoy, but he's not an NFL starter. He's a backup for a reason. Yeah. 35 for 44, 328 yards and two touchdowns. Flawless stats. James Conner had 62 yards on the ground with a touchdown, and Zach Gertz was the leading receiver with 88 yards and a touchdown. 
an all-around very well-put game, and Russell Wilson not scoring any touch. Well, here, I'll check if he had got any rushing touchdowns. But let's check. He does not check the stats. DJ Dallas has um their one touchdown. But it it was just a pitiful game. Uh, what is it? Seahawks leading rusher thirty-six yards. The leading receiver was Tyler Lackett with 115, but he had most of the yeah, yards. Yeah, a couple and, of those came, like, you know, at the end, just trying to exactly. get yards. But the thing was, is, like, right when Diab and Kyler were ruled out, the Seahawks should have immediately won. No, I'm with you on that. I picked the Seahawks going into the game, one, because they were at home, but two, I thought Kyler was going to play. Exactly. And I still picked the Seahawks going into the game. I thought they were going to have a good bounce-back game, from, you know, getting blanked against Green Bay. But they came out, fell flat. Yeah. Now they're sitting at 3-7 and seven with a top-10 pick. And if they don't pick it up soon, then they might get edged out of the playoffs. Uh, they are very well on, their way. Very on yeah. their way to getting edged out of the playoffs. They have room for, like, maybe two more losses at this point. But, no, I'm... I'm with you. Sorry yeah. to cut you See, off in case you were. Seahawks get my worst performance of the week, losing 23 to 13. Understandable. Very understandable. Well, I'll take over. My surprise team of the week is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings? Yes. Winning 34 to 31 over the Packers. Okay. And I like – one of the reasons I'm taking the Vikings is because Aaron Rodgers in the NFC North, he's usually pretty dominant. You know, he told the Bears he owned them. Yeah. And he does. Also, also, surprise uh, – one of the things coming into the surprise is the Vikings won a game on a field goal. I mean, they did it to the Lions, but besides that... They did it to the Lions, but that, you know... That's the Lions. Lions juju overrides any other team's juju. Yeah. Zach, you know that. But Vikings juju, they they were able to do it against Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers had a very, very good game, throwing 23 for 33, 385 yards, four touchdowns. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, four receptions, 120, 123 yards, one touchdown. He was the leading receiver, but Devontae Adams also had himself a game, seven catches, 115 yards, and two touchdowns. Rodgers' other touchdown went to Josiah DeGuara, who I believe is a tight end. Yeah, he's a rookie tight end last year. So second year, sophomore tight end. Yeah. So good for him getting in there but despite all that Vikings pull out the win and Kirk Cousins had a very it was it was on the upper side of a Kirk Cousins performance completing 24 of 35 341 yards three touchdowns Dalvin Cook 22 carries 86 yards and a touchdown that's about average for him Justin Jefferson one of the reasons that Vikings won is because they had Jettis going for eight catches, 
169 yards and two touchdowns. And I believe you said you were facing him in fantasy this yes. week, Zach. So I'm sure you can talk about how that went. But no, yeah, Vikings jumped out, jumped ahead early, and then just kept it a competitive game the whole time. It didn't, like, no point at during the game did it look like Aaron Rodgers was for sure going to win. No. And then Vikings come in with the game-winning field goal at the end. I'm giving them my surprise team, beating Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, who many people claim is their number one team in the NFL. All right. Winning 34-31 to 31 over the Packers. My surprise team is going to be the Texans over the Titans, winning 22 over 13. Speaking of lock picks, yeah. here is mine from last week, but continue. Main thing, even though Tyrod didn't throw for any touchdowns, didn't score anything, not even rushing, I, th- I forgot where the touchdowns came from again. Tyrod Taylor Ty- did score. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, he, he, yeah, I was about to say. He had two rushing touchdowns, but did nothing in the passing game. Had 100 yards on 24 passing attempts. Tyrod Taylor had a pretty badass rushing touchdown. He did. Jumped over a defender at the goal line. Look it up if you guys get a chance. But the highlight of the game was the Texans' defense picking off Tannehill four times. Very true. That, combined with both of their leading rushers being for 40 yards, but... It was mainly just four picks. That changes the game so drastically to just steal four possessions. I agree. And I don't think it was as much Tannehill playing poorly. I got to give credit to the Texans' defense on that Texans' one. defense did good. Texans' defense played tremendously. They pulled out their second win. And, I mean, yeah, the Texans just had it the entire game. I'm, yeah, I'm with you on that. A small margin as it may be. I mean, Texans were leading 12-0 at halftime. Titans didn't score until late in the third quarter. And by that point, there was, you know, nothing much doing from there. Yeah, I don't know. Texans get my surprise team. They they looked overall really good. Uh, Offense, a little subpar, but Tyrod Taylor helped. It was mainly just the defense creating turnovers and stops. I, I, I'm with you on that. That's a fair fair point. All of those good points. To recap our Week 11 awards, the both of our best performing teams, the Colts winning 41-15 to over the Bills, my worst performing team, was the Cowboys losing 19 to 9 against the Chiefs? My worst performing team was the Seahawks losing 23 to 13 to the Cardinals. And my surprise team was the Minnesota Vikings winning 34 to 31 over the Packers. My surprise team was the Texans beating the Titans 22 to 13. And with all that out of the way, we get into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it, into the thick of it, the pick'em, into the pick'em, yeah, into the pick'em, yeah, into the pick'em, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make that, I'm going to loop that, and you guys are going to have that, that's going to be like the intro, I'm going to make that the intro. But anyway, 
We'll start off telling you guys our records. Zach, you you take the show. I'll start off with still having the lead of 103 and 64. And I am sitting behind at 98 and 71. So Zach was the first one to break the 100 win mark. My wins and losses are growing closer together. It's not a good look for me. Um, not at all. For anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, our records are a, you know, cumulative record of every week. So each week it gets added to, and if we pick a team and we say they're going to win and they win, you know, we get a win. If we say they're going to win and they lose, then we get a loss. And... A new rule that we have to put out there because it happened. If a team ties, then it counts as a loss unless we call the tie, but, which we're probably yeah. not going to call many ties. But that's So that's how the records work. I am five games behind Zach, but there's a couple, couple close games. Yeah. A couple close games in this week. NFL did us, did us right scheduling the Thanksgiving week games. So we will now get into them. Thanksgiving, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You guys, hopefully you're eating by now, by then. If not, then you're hungry. But if not, you're mowing down on food, watching the Bears take on the Lions at Ford Field. As much as I love the Lions. Yeah, they haven't won yet. They have not won yet. And God took the Bears. We have to take the Bears. Have to take the Bears, even though Justin Fields isn't starting because he is out with a rib injury, I believe. Um, yeah, the, it, the Lions mean, just if the Lions can't want, seem to win. If the Lions want to win, it's shown that they have to get Swift going. That's true. That's a key point to the game because the past two games Swift has gotten going Swift has gotten going and lost 13 to 10 to the Browns and tied 16 16 in the Steelers yeah which like overall aspects on the game aren't bad but they obviously need to get the passing game in order too but that's 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 a whole different story that's a whole nother animal to tackle yeah but I'm with you on that the the Lions looked a lot better in the past couple weeks when they were feeding Swift the ball. And they did it with a good dose of mixing the other running backs in as well. Jamar Jefferson, Godwin Igbuke, um Jamal Williams played this past week, I believe. Yeah, he didn't do that well, though. But it was, I mean, it was good to take take carries off Swift. But all that being said, Lions still haven't won. Yeah. For whatever reason, they can't find a way to win. And we had the rule, or at least, did you did you hop on it with me? Yeah. When I, we both had the rule when the Cardinals were the re- last remaining team that was undefeated of pick the Cardinals until they lose, and then they lost. So we have it, pick the Lions, or pick against the Lions until they win. Because they have to show that they can find a way to win. Yeah. And then and then we can and then we can talk about picking the Lions. I've picked the Lions twice in all of the pickums. 
and obviously I'm 0-2. Yeah, me as well. So, I'm I'm, I'm not going to go with that one. I'm taking Darnell Mooney in the Bears. I'm going to take I'm going to take David Montgomery. I like him. I like him just because the Lions rush defense not not a strong suit. David Montgomery coming back uh from injury was the Bears leading rusher last week though. Yeah. So very solid for them. But as you were saying, the key's going to be getting Swift going. He's averaging 55 rushing yards a game. And if he gets over that, which he has doubled it, more than doubled it in the past two weeks, then Lions could be looking good. Andy Dalton is starting for the Bears, as we were saying. So Justin Fields will be out. Jared Goff is starting for the Lions, or it is all but confirmed that Jared Goff is starting for the Lions. So look out for that game. Thanksgiving morning. Gotta pick the Bears. I'm taking David Montgomery as my MVP. You? I already said I'm taking Darnell Mooney. Oh, you got Darnell, Darnell Mooney for Zach's MVP. Bears over Lions. And then... By this time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, you've definitely eaten. I would hope so. If you have not eaten on Thanksgiving by 4.30, then punch someone. Don't punch someone. That's mean. But get angry with someone. Why do you look like you're annoyed with me? What? Why do you look like you're annoyed? What do you mean? I don't know. You're just looking like you're annoyed with me. No, I'm just showing. All right. Yeah. I'm just making sure. 4.30 Eastern Time, on Thanksgiving, we have the Raiders versus the Cowboys. And despite the Cowboys being my worst performing team yeah. of the week last week, I'm going to have to pick them. Yeah, Cowboys get the dub. Raiders just being it, like, they're, they're not in a good spot. And every week just kind of gets worse, and the Cowboys just have a complete team. I, Cowboys taking the dub. That's fair. I think a key... I'm going to take Dak as my MVP, and a key to the Cowboys' victory is going to have to be Dak Prescott. I agree. Because looking, you know, if you look at the stats on paper, Derek Carr averaging 304 yards a game, Dak Prescott averaging 256 a game. Passing yards, that is. Yeah. So if Dak Prescott can outpass Derek Carr that's going to set the Cowboys up to be very fine. Also, it's a Thanksgiving game. This is the Cowboys thing. Cowboys play every Thanksgiving just like the Lions do. So, they're comfortable. I they're think. very comfortable game for them. It's at home. I think they're not going to let the loss to the Chiefs get to them cuz you do have to recognize that the Chiefs are good. Yeah. But I think all that wrapped up going to lead to the Cowboys beating the Raiders, who can't seem to put a, an entire game or a couple games together. Yeah. I agree. Who are you taking as your MVP? Take it, take it back. All right. Next up, we have the Thursday night game, actually. 
but still Thanksgiving, we have the Buffalo Bills versus the New Orleans Saints. I gotta take the Bills. Even though they lost to the Texans, I gotta take the Bills. The Bills didn't lose to the Texans. Yeah, didn't they? Oh, no, you're right. The Titans lost to the Texans. Titans lost to the Texans. Bills, Bills lost, lost to, to the Colts. Yeah, Bill, yeah, they got demolished by the Colts. They got demolished And the, by and the, the week Colts. before, that was not much better. But Very true. But Josh Allen's still averaging 281 yards a game. I think they'll be fine. I think, I think they'll be very fine. They're, uh, Devin Singletary is the leading rusher on the team. He's averaging 42 yards a game, which, you know, we always shit on the Bills running backs, but that's actually not, you know, not too horrible. Not too horrible for a two running backs. Uh, not at all. But the Saints, probably going to be with Trevor Simeon again, unless they decide to go with the Taysom Hill route, but they seem to like Trevor Simeon. Their leading receiver on the team, Deontay Harris, averaging 42 yards a game compared to the Bills' Stephon Diggs averaging 77. Yeah, no. Eh, The Bills just have a way better offense. Bills have a way better offense. Saints do have a good defense, and that, that could possibly get some things going, spell a little bit of trouble for the Bills. But I don't think um, I don't think they'll be able to handle the Bills, and I think the Bills are also going to be a little bit angry because when Jonathan Taylor or any running back for that matter has that kind of game, it doesn't really matter how you play. That's demoralization. It's yeah, it's just terrible. So it's not again, it's not much on you. It's just how how the dice how the dice roll. Agreed. But anyway, Thanksgiving's done now. You've gone to Black Friday, and because you've been excited about football all weekend, plowed through people to get the new Xbox. No, there's no new Xbox, is there? I mean, mean, the the most recent one, Series X, but plowing to get whatever the My Little Pony for your daughter I don't know. I've never really, you know, we got to do that. I'm going to do that one year. We're going to go, like, do actual Black Friday. Oh, I'm doing it this year. You're doing it this year? Yeah. All right. I might join you. Yeah, join me. All right. I'm a little bit excited now. Yeah. Never done that. Just because, like, I don't know. Did, have, you, have you ever done it? No. Oh, okay. I just know I'm big, so I can get through people. That's true. I'm going to go behind you. I'm gonna, you're going to be the, you're going to be the polling guard. That's yeah. what it is. You're the polling guard. You just got to f- lay people out. Gotcha. That's what we're doing. Black Friday. Then on Saturday, you watch some college football. Getting ready. Getting ready for your college football games. But then we go to Sunday and continue the NFL games. And on Sunday, we start with... Oh my gosh, Zach, what is going on with your phone? You got ads on ESPN, my guy. Get ESPN Plus. That costs money. Well, then sign into my ESPN Plus. I asked for your login info and you haven't given it to me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Shut up. <laughs> Steelers versus Bengals. First up on Sunday. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm also going to go with the Bengals. One of the – and I'm going to go with Joe Mixon as my MVP. I'm taking Jamar Chase. One of the reasons that I like the Bengals and a stat that surprises me a little bit, Joe Mixon is averaging 76 yards a game versus Najee Harris's 67. Also, Joe Mixon – Nine touchdowns compared to Najee's five on the ground. While having eight less carries than Najee Harris. All those stats just put, you know, give me a little bit more on how impressive Joe Mixon is. And I like him. I think he's going to help lead the Bengals to a victory. I agree. I think with Jamar Chase averaging 86 yards a game and already having eight touchdowns, yeah, that's true. Compared to Deontay Johnson averaging 71 yards a game and four touchdowns, I the Bengals have a more complete offense and I think it'll I think it'll show on Sunday. Do you think um Jamar Chase is still the top of the offensive rookie of the year conversation? Right now, yes. Right now, yes. Mac Jones trailing closely behind. Mac Jones would like a word. He's com- he's coming up there though. The Steelers, whole different team with Ben Roethlisberger on yeah, their center and Mason Rudolph. But the, I mean, Bengals are, Bengals are a tough team when they get going, and the Steelers showed that. You know when they're getting outscored by a bunch, they can't exactly catch up. Yeah. But. All that being said. Taking the Bengals, I got Joe Mixon. I got Jamar Chase. As the MVPs. Next up, still Sunday. All these games are going to be Sunday, except yeah. for the you know, Monday night game. But Sunday, still again. We have the Buccaneers versus Colts. I got to take Colts. I mean, not Colts, uh, Buccaneers. Ooh, don't, don't sound so hard on that. I'm taking the Colts. I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. Safety Brady. I'm on the I'm on the J train. I'm on the I'm on Brady. Brady lead, gets wins. Let's just let's just talk about Jonathan Taylor, who some people are putting in the MVP conversation. Rightfully so. Played eleven games has 1,122 yards and 13 touchdowns. Believe leading in the NFL in both of those statistics. Definitely leading in touchdowns now. <laughs> yes. And he is for sure leading in yards. Yeah. Because he was tied with Derrick Henry and then had back-to-back monster games. Here's the thing. I think Brady is well capable of just matching Taylor if worse comes to worst. Like matching him touchdown wise? Yeah. Or just overall production wise? Like matching him touchdown wise. Like, no matter how many yards and touchdowns Jonathan Taylor scores, Brady has the offense and any mindset or skill set he has to have to. See, I'm with you on that, but the Colts 
stopping the Bills' offense to two touchdowns. I agree. It's mainly it's mainly if the Bucks receivers decide to start catching the ball, <laughs> because I think it's four of Brady's last six picks in his last like three or four games have been like screen passes or slam passes that bounce off Mike Evans or Chris Godwin's chest, and ends up as a pick and gets thrown on Brady's picks. So. Yeah. Don't like that statistic. Someone someone who has power in the NFL stat world needs to change it to go on the receivers. Yeah. Where it's caused interceptions because it's just stupid that that counts towards Brady. But still counts as interceptions. I mean, it happens to everyone, so yeah, whatever. It still counts. But, no. I'm going to – I don't know. I got a gut. My gut's telling me to take the Colts. All right. I have to go with the Colts. Jonathan Taylor just looks very, very good right now. All right. Next up, we have the Panthers versus the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Panthers. You got to take Cam. I'm also going to go with the Panthers. And I'm also going to – I'm going to take Cam – just because for the Panthers to win, it's going to have to, yeah, it's, it's going to run him. through him. It's going to be him having like two rushing touchdowns, a passing touchdown, two hundred yards on the through the air, and a hundred on the ground, stuff like that. Maybe even crazy fifty on the ground. Yeah, some amazing stats. Duality Dol- of touchdowns. Dolphins with Tua back though looked a little bit better. They had a you know pretty good offensive game plan last week against the Jets. Just going downfield with Jalen Waddle, hitting yeah. him for short passes, letting him go yards after the catch, got them the win. But that was against the Jets. The Panthers are a little bit better, you know, three wins better to be exact than the Jets. So, I think all that added up leads to Panthers getting the win, yeah. as well as you know you got to take into account they just lost to Washington who a lot of, you know, or a couple of the Panthers at least, used to play for Washington. So, or is it vice versa? Washington players used to play for the Panthers. Whatever. They have some sort of connection. But, um, yeah. It's a little upsetting of a loss. All of it being taken into consideration. Both got Cam and the Panthers over the Dolphins. Yep. Next up, we have the Titans versus the Patriots. I'm, I'm taking the Patriots. I'm taking the Titans. Taking the but, Titans. Yeah, I'm taking the Titans. And I'm taking the Titans. They just just signed Golden Tate. I don't know if he'll play on Sunday, but... Mac Jones just looks know. there. I mean, Mac Jones looks very good. I'm I'm down with you on that. And they have a 600-yard rusher as of right now, which isn't the best, but... It's more good. than DeAndre Swift. It's more than DeAndre Swift. Um, leading receiver, only has 560 yards. They're all, it's just because Mac Jones spreads out the ball so much. And that's, that's the main thing. No, there's, it's literally, it, there's no clear the offense, number one. The offense on the, looks like it has Brady back. Like, it's just... Not, yeah. I'm not saying like Mac Jones is Brady, but I'm saying like that's just that's looks how like the plays. Yeah. Like that's, that's those are the plays running. that are yeah. being made. Um, Which, if anyone remembers, 
when that was the plays being called, or that were the plays being called, they won. They're winning. Bill Belichick is an amazing coach. Yes. And I, he is doing amazing things with the Patriots. I'm with you on that. I did not expect... I'll be the first sad and not expect the New England Patriots to be 7-4 and four right now. I didn't either, but I'm gonna... I don't know. I got another gut feeling on the Titans. Right. I'm taking Mac Take, Jones taking the, Patriots. the Titans. I'm taking the Titans, and I'm gonna go with A.J. Brown, just because I feel like he's the only person on their offense I can choose. But yeah. Derrick Henry is still leading <laughs> against um he's outrushing the Patriots. Well he's outrushing the entire league besides Jonathan Taylor, basically. Yeah. Very fair. Wait, hold on. Does he have more rushing yards than Nick Chubb still? Let's check. He does. Stat check. He does. My lord. The only, That's other, person, so... the only other person that we could check would be uh Delvin Cook. Seven thirty four, yeah. That's so upsetting that Derrick Henry got injured. I know. He was putting together such an amazing season, and it was awesome. All right. But, alas, I have A.J. Brown and the Titans winning. You got... I got Mac Jones and the Patriots. Mac Jones and the Pats. All right. right. Here's my lock pick. Zach's lock pick of the week. Now, we told you the games are... Slim pickings. We we so that we meant don't that. don't judge our locks too hard. My lock pick this week is the Eagles over Giants. I'm also taking the Eagles over the Giants, but yeah, your floor. Um, the Eagles the past couple of weeks have looked very good with Jalen Hurts having very good stats. Of well, Jalen Hurts is the the Eagles' leading rusher All overall. Right. All right, with makes six, it makes sense with. 114 carries, 618 yards, and eight touchdowns. Because you have to consider that Miles Sanders hasn't played in a couple weeks. No, it does, it does. But that, but Jalen Hurts doubles the leading rusher of the Giants, who is Devontae Booker, with 300 Fair. yards. Their leading receiver has 400 yards with Kadarius Toney. And Daniel Jones, nine touchdowns, seven picks. It's kind of... It's just a lackluster Giants offense on a hot Eagles team. Daniel Jones is very hit or miss. And one the Eagles of the, have been hot. Very true. Yeah, that's true. One of the reasons that I, I'm not taking this as my lock, Giants have Saquon Barkley back, and the Eagles' that's fair. rush defense isn't the best. So I think that Giants, if the Giants' offense can get something going, Daniel Jones can get hot. He's showed that. He can get hot in the game, so... I'm I, I believe that's a variable that I have to take into consideration, but it's a fair fair lock. I'm taking pick. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I'm gonna take Devontae Smith as my MVP for the game. But yes, Eagles over Giants. That is Zach's lock. Next game. Still one o'clock on Sunday. There's a lot of one o'clock games. We have the Falcons versus the Jaguars. Screw the Jaguars. We're going the Falcons. Um, I mean I'm I'm also going the Falcons, I'm also going the Falcons a little less because of, what is it, because of hate the Jags, but a lot because of hate the Jags. Yeah, it, the Falcons just look better if we're going to break it down to that. They're both not very good. No, the Falcons have a better offense. I agree. Kyle Pitts and Corlo Patterson make for a very good offense, especially with a veteran quarterback in Matt Ryan. Um, I'm going to take Kyle Pitts my MVP. 
I'm going to take Cordell Patterson just because I think he's going to get he's going to get more touches for sure, and so I think he's going to get more chances to do. Okay, you know, make ble- make big plays with the ball. Jaguars key to victory is going to be Trevor Lawrence. Get James Robinson going. James Robinson going. He is. I did see he is playing. That's good. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's all we have to say about that game. It's a little not not much. Kind of <laughs> crappy game. Next up, this is my lock pick, and yes, I am locking a two-win team. I am locking the Texans over the Jets. I didn't think I'd hear the day of someone saying I'm locking the Texans. I'm locking the Texans over the Jets because their defense played really well against their against the Titans last week. Tyrod Taylor played well. I think that they might have a little bit momentum. Zach Taylor coming back. Yeah, very high on the interception. Zach Wilson. Zach, did I say Zach Taylor? Yeah, that, that was like the Bengals coach. That's the Bengals head coach. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> Zach Wilson's coming back at quarterback for the Jets. Very high interception. Very high on the interception list. Let's see. If, is he even the leading receiver for the Jets still? Four oh, touchdowns, yes. nine picks. Nine picks. And the Texans had four against Ryan Tannehill last week. It'll definitely be a plenty of... I'm also taking the Texans. I'm taking Tyrod Taylor as well. Gonna, it's kind of yeah. like the Cam Newton situation where if they are to win, that would that's going to be the way. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, Texans just cut Philip Lindsay. You know, move that was made a couple I'm days ago. Not sure how I feel about not it. Not too but. sure on that, but Rex Burke Rex Burkhead was their leading rusher last week, and he's he's a very good. Get three, four yards. He's a decent vet. Um, believe kind of like still, like Garrett Blunt. I feel like. I mean, they're they're still trying to figure it out, but I like. I don't know why. My guts telling me I got a lot of guts this week. All right. Got a lot of guts. My guts telling me Tyrod Taylor and the Texans. I'm locking them over the Jets. All right. Next game, Chargers Broncos. I'm gonna. I'm, 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 I gotta take go Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. yeah. Chargers and Herbert. He, like Herbert is my MVP. They look so high powered in the Monday night game, right? Steelers Chargers Sunday, Sunday night, night game. But... Okay, Sunday night game. Um, knew it was one of the nights. Uh, the Chargers. One of the night games. The Chargers put up forty-one points. Was it? I whatever it was, a lot of points. Believe but, yeah, yeah, go back was, and check. Was, but I believe it was, uh, believe it was forty-one 40, to thirty-seven. Yes, forty-one to thirty-seven. Justin Herbert. 30 for 41, three, 382 yards and three touchdowns. You look, that's 110 more yards on three less attempts than Ben Roethlisberger. And Ben was supposed to, Ben was ben, the reason that they were in ben, the game. Ben was the reason that they were in the game. Herbert was also the leading rusher, nine carries for 90 yards. Yeah, Justin Herbert kind of a... Yeah, laid open the free. Najee had 12 carries for 39 yards. That's... That's a big key. You can't win a game by giving Najee 12 rushes. And they, I will they established that. that. There I was literally a stat line where they were undefeated when giving Najee 20-plus carries in a game. No, it was, pl- it was 15 Oh, plus. it was plus 15. Plus and they 15. still... Yeah. <laughs> and they lose every game that they don't give him 15 carries. Yeah, that's a very fair point. Um, but we're not talking about the Steelers. We're talking about the Chargers. Yeah, we're talking about the Chargers. The Chargers... I think they're going to come out on top. I think it'll be a little close because the Broncos do put up a good team. It is a divisional matchup, correct? Uh, yes. All right, it's so it will, it will be. Matchup. 
I, I do know it's a little bit of a rivalry. It'll be... It'll be a good game. I still think the Chargers come out on top, though. Justin yeah, I'm with you on that. I got... Uh, I'm going to take Austin Eckler. That's as my MVP. Uh, kind of the all-around guy. But all of what you just said, I'm down with as well. Chargers looked great last week against, you know, a Steelers against team. Against a Steelers team that did look good. That put up 37 points. And if you put up 37 points in an NFL game and lose, then that means that you either didn't do that good or or you you were just not as good or you were just outplayed yeah and i think that's what happened last week i think week. they were just slightly outplayed i think the chargers i think justin herbert outplayed him being honest yeah I'm, I'm with you on that too i think the chargers outplay the broncos this year or this year this week get the dub i got eckler next up we have the Rams versus the Packers. I'm Possibly taking, one and two in the NFL. Yeah. I'm taking the Rams. I'm also taking the Rams. I think this is going to be Stafford, not just because I'm a Lions fan. I think Stafford's going to come in to Lambeau Field and not stomp, but he's going to score. I think he's going to be angry. Well, not, not angry. Matthew Stafford's yeah, a very yeah. nice guy. But I think that... But the Packers are known for scoring in their home stadium. I think... The, I think the Rams have the weapons to outscore the Packers, and I know what I just said, but... No, I'm I'm with you 100% on that. Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr., if he gets going, Daryl Henderson is a very good running back. And along with, it's not going to just be easy yards and easy touchdowns for the Packers. They, it's going to be, uh, what is it, Jalen Ramsey on Devontae Adams? Yes. And Aaron Rodgers is going to have uh, Aaron Donald in his face. Aaron and Von Donald, Miller. And Von Miller. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a game to watch for sure. It being in Lambeau does give the Packers a slight edge, but I'm I'm with that on Matthew Stafford would love to win at Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if he has. Yeah. But it would be it'd be pretty. And I think yeah, I I'm, think I'm with I'm with you hundred percent. I think that's very viable. Next up, we go to the Bay Area for the Niners versus the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings. I, I'm going to take the Niners. See the, I, I'm taking the Vikings. They look hot. They're coming off of a Chargers win and a Packers win, two of which are both very good teams that we've established, both very high-scoring offenses, and they both out, they outscored them both. All, all very fair. Very true. I think Delvin Cook gets going against the Niners' defense. I think he doesn't stop. Justin Jefferson over top creates mismatches. I think it's just going to be I think it's going to be a Vikings game. Um, I, I understand all that. I don't know. I like the Niners... Last week they played the Jaguars and they beat them thirty to ten, which is a very solid NFL handled win. win. Very handled win. You know, walked in, took care of business win. But then before that, beating the Rams, very very huge divisional matchup against some people's number one team in the NFL. And I think that the Niners could have a little something cooking. Their defense has been on it. Yeah. And their offense has been putting up points. 
finding ways to win games. I'm down with, you know, everything you're just talking about with the Vikings, but I think that a lot of their success rides on Kirk Cousins. And I'm not a big Kirk Cousins fan. I don't know how well he can keep playing. That's fair. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Niners. See, combating you with that, you can take as yeah, much go, as I go. as much as I'm also like I don't know how I feel about Kirk Cousins. Looking at his stats, let's just look. Twenty five or two hundred fifty five, three hundred seventy four. But that's two thousand seven hundred seventy five yards, twenty one touchdowns, two picks. Doesn't turn the ball over much. That's a, yeah, that's a good stat. That's that's a key to the Vikings winning lives, that he doesn't turn the ball over much. Worst case scenario, he turns around and hands it to Delvin Cook. No problem with that. They get five yards. I I understand where you're coming on that. I, I just, I don't know. I'm going to take the Niners, yeah. and I got Debo Samuel as my MVP. I got uh, Delvin Cook. Debo has 994 yards, five touchdowns through the air this season. And they're starting to use him more like Cordell Patterson. Like I was talking about in the last episode, they needed to. I agree. But I think that I think that he could be a huge key to their success. No, I agree. Um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at on that game. Vikings offense is good but I don't know if their defense is as good. The Niners do have a defense. It'll be a close game. I think it'll be so, close. It'll be low scoring. Yeah. Next up, Sunday night football. We have the Browns versus the Ravens. I got to take the Ravens. I'm also with the Ravens, but... Yeah, you, you go. You Lamar go. Jackson. And the Browns only beating the Lions thirteen to ten. Yeah, but the Lions are coming off of an uh, we beating an O and nine team, or O and eight team, um, by three, and only scoring thirteen points. Like it's it's a pitiful performance. The Ravens, however, always looking good. Lamar Jackson, doing whatever he wants. Beating the Bears, squeaking out a win against the Bears, but Tyler Huntley. Wait, is Tyler Hunt is Lamar in? Um, I don't know if it's up or not because I think Lamar was out with an illness, but I don't think it was. It, was it wasn't COVID. COVID. It wasn't COVID. So, I'm. I'm still either, riding with either the way. Ravens. Either way, I'm st- I'm riding with the Ravens because if you look, Tyler Huntley did a very good backup job. 26 for 36 for 219 yards and a pick, which was that. But combined with the running back having a touchdown, Mark Andrews being a reliable target for 73 yards, their defense coming in with stops, I think they'll be able to pull out the win against the Browns. Yeah, I'm with you on all that. I Um, think it'll be a lot higher of a chance if they have Lamar, but I think they can still get it done with Huntley. I think the Browns, Baker Mayfield might be at the point to where his injuries are starting to hinder him, like, to the point, like, yeah. you should probably get them healed up before you should keep playing. Which I'm, I'm all for grit and toughness, but if it's hindering your ability to play... Yeah, I agree. Did like, you if, see- if, if you're becoming worse than the, any, like, than the other option, then... I agree. Did you see what his wife tweeted? No. Dude, uh, his wife tweeted, it was something along the lines of like talking about how tough Baker is to like play through everything or whatever and then like one of the last lines said 
maybe uh, the rest of you should, like, get tougher or something like that, like talking to the other Browns. It was like maybe maybe the rest of you should like take a lesson, get tougher, or huh. something. I don't I don't I don't know the exact tweet, See, so I don't want to. Like I said, I'm exactly I'm all for that, but if the if the injuries are hindering you, then you have to know at what point you know you can't this way, he's, gonna, he's not going to play at a good rate, and he's going to keep getting further injured. Yeah, he's I he's, he's at the take point. Some time out. He's at like a Matthew Stafford level of playing through injuries. Yeah. So, I think, I think if if it is hindering him truly, if it is hindering him, and they put together a shoddy performance against the Ravens this week, I think I think going into the bye, going into the bye, they need to really medically evaluate Baker and see what, what their the, best course of action is going forward. I but I got yeah, I got the Ravens, L- Lamar Jackson against the Browns on Sunday night. Yeah. You're on that. Then we go Cyber Monday, if you guys care. You're ordering your Christmas presents off Amazon on Monday. Monday morning, trying to get the good deals. I don't know. Cyber Monday deals probably last all, all Monday, but I don't, I don't know Black Friday. We're trying to Black Friday. We're going to Black Friday. We might, we might Cyber Monday as well. Black Friday. We'll see, but... Cyber Monday, Monday night, after you've spent $1,000 on all your Christmas presents, or maybe more, maybe less, you are going to watch the Seahawks take on the football team from Washington. And this is... This is a little... I gotta... I gotta take the Seahawks, because Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, DK, like you... You look at them having those weapons. How can they not win? I'm also taking a Washington team, right? Yeah, I'm also taking the Seahawks for all of those reasons. Tyler Lockett is the leading receiver on the team, and he's averaging seventy-one yards a game. So, I think, you know, compared to I mean, Terry McLaurin on the other side of the ball. Averaging 73 yards a game, both very similar receivers. Terry McLaurin, you know, a little bit more size. But I think Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than Taylor Heineke. And that's where it's going to come down to. I'm going to choose Tyler Lockett. I'm choosing Russell as my MVP. As my MVP. Uh, Seahawks rushing game could be an attack in this one. They just, they're like, they have so many injuries back there. And every time they get a new running back, they get injured. That's true. Speaking of that news, uh, Chris Carson out for the season. With uh, surgery? With, I believe, surgery on his neck, yes. Out for the season with a neck injury, Chris Carson. So if any of you guys have him on your fantasy team and you have not already, you might want to drop him. That's not me just joking around with you guys. It's all true. You you can can back up. You can do. Um, you can do your own research if you really need. But do your own research. Don't just listen to people on the internet. But yeah, all that going in, I think leads to Seahawks beating Washington. There's no way that the Seahawks just continue. Yeah, at the rate they're I, at. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't see Russell Wilson continuing. With the poor play that he's had 
the past couple games. The defense has to pick it up, too. Defense also does have to pick it up. Jamal Adams needs to needs to play like, what was he, a, worth two first-round picks they paid so. for him? I think so. Yeah, he needs to play like it. But Seahawks, I'm going to take Tyler Lockett. I'm taking Russ. As our MVPs. And that concludes our Week 12 Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Week Pick'em. Little recap for y'all. My lock pick of the week is the Houston Texans over the New York Jets. My lock pick of the week is the Eagles over the Giants. And going back, we'll refresh you guys for our records. My record is 103-64. and 64. My record is at 98-71. and 71. So we'll see how those fare after this week. See how those fare after this week. A lot of close games. But anyway... Thank you all for listening. This has been Bug Brothers CP. That's Bug Brothers CP on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I'm your host, as always, Lucas. I'm Zach. And we're out.